Welcome to the I'm in love with that song podcast where everybody's a dreamer, everybody's a star, everybody's in showbiz, doesn't matter who you are. Each episode of this podcast, we deconstruct, dissect, and digest a different song. Today, we're listening to Autumn Almanac by The Kinks. I'm Brad Page, your audio tour guide here, as we go deep into one of my favorite songs and try to understand what makes it work. We don't go deep into music theory here. We're just listening for the cool little moments and the interesting and often unpredictable choices that go into making a great song. And there's plenty going on with this song, Autumn Almanac by the Kinks. Autumn Almanac was released in 1967 as a single only. It was never originally on a Kinks album, though if you're looking for it, you can find it as a bonus track on the CD Something Else by the Kinks. Like the majority of Kinks songs, it was written by Ray Davies. Ray Davies is one of the all-time great songwriters in any genre. His songwriting, especially in the 60s, had a uniquely British sound to them. His vocal delivery, the subject matter that he chose to write about, along with his musical approach, created a style that was unmistakably English. And you can hear all of that in Autumn Almanac. The song features Ray Davies on lead vocals and guitar, his brother Dave Davies on guitar and backing vocals, Peter Quaife on bass, and Mick Avery on drums and the great Nicky Hopkins, a session player who played piano and keyboards on so many great English recordings from that era, also plays on this song. The initial inspiration for the song was a gardener with a hunchback who worked for Ray Davies. The lyrics are from the perspective of a man who lives his whole life in one neighborhood, watching football and having roast beef on Sunday. This is my street and I'm never going to leave it, is one of the lines from the song. But the song isn't exactly making fun of people who live this way. There's a real sense of affection for this character. And Ray Davies himself was always kind of a homebody, and he wrote quite often about the place he grew up in, Muswell Hill. Waterloo Sunset is a prime example of this. The song sounds simple enough, but it's actually pretty complex. The song begins simply enough with a 1-4-5 chord progression, probably the most basic chord progression you can get. But right away they start messing with your expectations by making the fourth measure six beats long. Let's count that out. One, two, three, four, two, two, three, four, three, two, three, four, four, two, three, four, five, six. The intro appears to be in the key of F sharp, but when the verses start, it shifts to the key of A. From the There's the first verse, six measures long, and then we get the second verse for another six measures. Breeze blows leaves of the musty color jello. So I sweep them in my sack. Yes, 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 it's my automobile. The next section shifts back to F sharp and the same chord progression as the introduction. Friday evenings. Deep, we'll get together. 
The timing is odd there, too, because you've got a phrase that lasts for seven beats. Let's count that. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. One, two, three, four. So let's put that back together and listen from the second verse up through this point. Breeze blows leaves of the musty color jello. So I sweep them in my sack. Yes, 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 it's my ultimate lack. Next, we get a new section, six measures of slowly descending chords. Then we're back to the chord changes from the verse. And there's a short little fuzz guitar part that plays the role of the horn section. That's a nice little touch. Here's that fuzz guitar. And there's the reference to his hunchback gardener with that line about his poor rheumatic back. They're going to come out of this line and hold on an E chord for six beats. In this section, Ray Davies changes his voice. This is a good early example of Ray playing characters within his songs. I like the hand claps there. Then we get yet another new section that we haven't heard before. It starts with some descending chords before moving through some chord changes that are unlike anything else in the song. He's singing about the street that he lives on, how he loves it, and yet he can't get away. He sings that the street is calling me. He can hear it calling him as the backing vocals repeat, come on home, come on home. So there's at least some sense of being trapped, even though he's got no plans to leave his home. And I can't get away. Check out the way he pronounces the word almanac here.
So to build up and out of the song, they repeat the yes, 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 yes phrase twice, and then we get a final coda in 6-4 time, another section with six beats per measure. Yes, 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 yes. One, two, three, four, five, six. And there's some backwards tape effects here. The Kinks with Autumn Almanac. There's the old expression, you gotta know the rules first before you can break them. I think the only way Ray Davies could come up with such a jaunty little pop song that defies tradition at every turn is that he had to have already mastered the traditional song format. He was 23 years old when he wrote this song. This song was a hit in England in 1967. I think it reached number three on the charts, but it was not a hit in the U.S. The Kinks had some early success in the States, but during their U.S. tour in 1965, there are frequent fights amongst themselves, disagreements with the musicians' union, and general bad behavior ended up getting them banned from touring the United States for the next four years. This effectively stalled their career in America. And while the Beatles, the Who, the Stones, and many lesser bands went on to be big successes in the U.S., the Kinks were left behind. Which is a shame, because after Autumn Almanac, the Kinks recorded what many consider to be their finest album, the Village Green Preservation Society. Unfortunately, that album didn't sell well in England and was a complete non-starter in the U.S., Eventually, though, Village Green Preservation Society went on to be recognized as one of the greatest albums of the 1960s and became the Kinks' best-selling album years after it was released. Thanks for joining me once again on the I'm In Love With That Song podcast. I'll be back again soon. In the meantime, send me email at lovethatsongpodcast at gmail.com and check in with our Facebook page. Just search for the I'm In Love With That Song podcast on Facebook. And if you enjoy the show, please share it with your friends and post a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to the show. Come back again for another adventure deep into the heart of our favorite songs. Until then, here's the Kinks with Autumn Almanac. Go and listen to the whole song. Buy it, download it, or stream it from wherever you get your favorite music. Always support the music and the artists that you love. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett. 
Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Points.